Yetta, you've got the stove too high again. Honey, are we going to have a discussion about that again? Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. So we're excited to welcome you to another episode. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And it's where we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and even some tactics that we all need. We all deserve you. Hi, everyone. So we get to turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. We're going to consider that when we forgive, how do we know if we've been forgiven, but more importantly, how do we even know that we have forgiven someone? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I think I have and I haven't. Yeah, it's the two side of the coin again. Like, do you need to seek forgiveness or do you need to forgive somebody else? Both are within your control, but the actual forgiveness part is only in your control. Right. Or in the control of the person that isn't forgiving you. Yeah. Right. So let's understand how we get a fuller, richer, more abundant life by forgiving. Even if it's something so simple as the way someone left your house when you moved in. They didn't leave it nice. You bought a new place. They didn't do the cleaning because you know you would have left it meticulous and you did. And the one you bought was a mess when you moved in. They even Mm -hmm. had garbage in the garage and they left some of their debris behind, even though the contract says they can't do that. Even though if you did a walkthrough and it looked like they weren't going to, when you got there, it was a mess. So even something so little as that, we've watched and heard people harbor a level of unforgiveness around it and it actually reduces the enjoyment they get out of their house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes you just got to let that go real quick. There's nothing you can do about it. Except for clean it up, maybe call some friends, say, hey, we're going to have a cleaning party. My house was messier than I thought it was going to be when I moved in. Do you have a few hours to spare? Right. And clean that sucker. And how you know you haven't forgiven is it keeps showing up. Mm -hmm. You know, in your quiet moments or when something else is happening, it pops into your head again and you can feel your energy. For me, sometimes what it causes me to do is I stop breathing. I hold Mm. my breath, and that's an indication that I'm harboring something. You're feeling something sitting in there. Yeah, like whether I can feel the heart pain, because that's one of my things, or whether I'm holding my breath, that may be an indication that I'm not forgiven something. Mm. So paying attention to what your actual, your body, I was going to say your existence, but what it's like existing inside your body may be a clue that you haven't Mm -hmm. forgiven something that you think you've forgiven. Yeah. And I think it's really the definition of forgiveness is letting somebody else off the hook for what they did. It doesn't mean what they did was okay. And it doesn't mean that maybe you don't keep thinking of it once in a while. But if you sit and ponder on it and it it gets in your kind of like in your soul and your psyche and it starts to affect, like you said, your physicality, right? You feel it in your energy and in your chest. Then that's unforgiveness. And that unforgiveness is, it's kind of like if you took poison and you hoped the other person would die because. That's morbid. 
Well, they don't probably even know that you're mad at them or upset. And here you are and your root of bitterness is digging in and and that dis-ease, that discomfort, that that causes disease. So it is like taking poison. It is. And so we're we're asking you, and I know this is a heavy, heavy topic, right? Like, why do we talk about this stuff? Because we know what it is to forgive, even when somebody doesn't deserve it. Because it's yeah. not about deserving. No. Right? Definitely not about deserving. It's not deserving. even if they asked for it. It's not even if they asked for it. It's not even if they're nice about it. It's not even if they don't do that thing anymore. Right? It's that sense of the one that generally gets most harmed is the person that isn't doing the forgiving. Yeah. It's a choice. Just like yeah. loving is a choice. They say it's an action. Forgiving is an action. That's a choice. It's not what you feel like it. Mm-hmm. So why are we talking about this one? Well, because it's all about quality of life. If you're going to have a great life, you don't want to have a lot of unforgiveness, a lot of bitterness in your life. It's not going to create a great life. It doesn't leave space for love and enjoyment and joy. And yeah. And when I think about real estate, what we've come to grips with, I can't even enjoy my space, my surroundings, my beautiful yard, my comfortable hot tub if Mm -hmm. I am embittered. Right. So it's like everything in your life, everything in my life in that case, in the past, I would hang on to things that I could do nothing about. Mm -hmm. And it actually robbed me of enjoying the beautiful house I bought. Yeah. Like at first when we started talking about this, I thought that's a stretch. Like how on earth can my unforgiveness rob me of enjoying my home? Mm -hmm. But actually does. Yeah. Because I'm in a wrong space. Yeah, and it also, it, it's, remember we talk about turning house into home? Yeah, all the time. When even in a relationship, like we live in the house, the house is great, but it's not very homey if we're fighting, if we're, you know, like you said to me the other day, it feels like if I criticize something and it might not even be, it just say, it might be a preference or it might be better if you did it a certain way. But the fact that I say it feels like I'm picking at you because of the history, the open loops, the history, and we call those triggers, right? Mm-hmm. And a trigger can happen. And if you get triggered and you feel that emotion, that's a signal to go, oh, there's something I need to work on. There's something in my past that's bothering me. There's something that maybe it's even with that person. There's some unforgiveness there that just got dug up. Mm-hmm. How do I deal with that? That's what we often say. That's when you get historical. Yes. When you're getting historical, you know that there's probably something mm-hmm. that needs to be let go of. And when we're saying forgiven, we're also saying let go of. Yeah. So you might say, well, I don't really know how to forgive. Well, that's great because we have a solution. We have created the five steps to wholehearted forgiveness. And we'd be delighted to send it to you. All you got to do is send an email saying, forgive to together at deckerteam.com. And we'll send you out that resource that we've created. It's worked for us over the last 41, well, not 41 years, because we created it about 20 years ago. But for the last 20 years, it's really solved some relational issues and problems creating more joy and peace in our home. Right, because it 
translates to everywhere you are. I mean, that's the, the challenge, right? Everywhere you are, there you are. Everywhere I go, I'm still with me. So if mm -hmm. I'm hanging on to something, I need to figure out how to let go of it for my sake, yeah. but also for yours, because you ain't going to enjoy me as much if I'm a mess. Yep. And the other day, somebody asked me, well, what about things that you're in a stalemate on? Like, mm -hmm. maybe it's a preference. Yetta prefers something. I prefer something else. We choose to disagree. Right. Like, I prefer to use a hot burner, and you prefer to use a cool burner. And that's kind of where yeah. we started it, right? Mm -hmm. in the, this segment to talk yeah. about they're just preferences so right. does it actually have to be even said right on a stalemate no that's the thing just let it go let it go somebody wrote a song about that yeah let it go i love that song actually i've sent that one a lot mm -hmm. so what is something that you're hanging on to maybe it's in relation to your house maybe it's in relation to the way the transaction didn't go the way you wanted it to but what is robbing you of joy that it now is time to let it go so that you can move on in greater joy in your space we're grateful that you joined us because we love mm -hmm. positioning you to build wealth wisely because it's much more than just money honey would you forgive me well, you know that if I don't, it doesn't do either of us any good. So the answer has to be yes. Yay. So we've created for you free access to over 587 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share insider tips, making house home, how to get the most out of your space and your money. And the great news is you can get access to them from home, from the office or on the go. And you know, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, the Decker Team YouTube channel, let's do it. Let's get that done now so you can get the shows as soon as they come out. So we're going to explore that when we hang on to financial bad decisions and don't forgive for them, then we actually create a significant amount of relational stress that just doesn't go anywhere and in fact accumulates mm -hmm. and may in fact cost a whole lot more money than the bad financial decision that you're unforgiving about. Of course. Yeah, because... Divorce is one of, um, well, not divorce, financial issues inside of a relationship is one of the major causes of either divorce or a breakdown in a relationship. Right. So we've got to figure out how to get past it by forgiving, then stuck in it. Because mm -hmm. we've made, we've made way too many, well, this is truth-seeking. Probably just the right number. Oh, we have to call it the right number because it's the number of mistakes we've made financially, right? Yeah. Either where we've maybe invested in the wrong type of real estate or another mistake that was maybe hard to forgive for, and I brought it up not long ago, was selling a property that I wasn't ready to sell, you were ready to sell, and if we just kept it a little bit longer we would have earned much more money or had a much greater return on investment. Mm -hmm. So forgiving even about prematurely selling a property or a delay in not doing the purchase when you first thought, mm -hmm. you know, how many times have we heard it's, clients say, if only five years ago, we could have bought that property. If yeah. only 10 years ago, had we done that, we had the money, we could have done it, but you weren't available. You weren't wanting to do it. So the resistance comes sometimes causes a delay and builds into an, a 
something has to be forgiven. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you, you buy a property too early. You buy it in the peak mm. or you sell it in the non-peak. But it's hard to time. We've always said this. It's very, very hard to time the market. You need to time your life. And so part of your life is forgiveness around that timing. Not bringing up, oh, we could have made 100000 if we just waited six months. Or Oh, I've said that. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I have. But hindsight's twenty twenty, right? They say you can learn from the past, but the future, nobody's predicting it accurately. Right. They might fluke up on it once in a while, but they're not predicting it accurately. Well, you as president of the real estate board have been, I've heard you start to give in some predictions rather than just the facts. So far, I've been right on. <laughs> <laughs> right? So just being aware that those financial decisions that maybe in hindsight didn't go as well, or maybe even in the moment didn't feel good to one or the other of you, if you don't forgive it, it is going to drag you down further. Mm -hmm. It's going to cost you more than the actual loss. Mm -hmm. Why is it going to cost you more, Yana? Well, it could be a lot of different things. It's easier to make a poor decision on top of a poor decision on top of a poor decision. Yes. If I'm holding on to unforgiveness, so reason number two, I am not as clear-headed. I don't have the clarity. I don't have the ability to make an incredible decision mm -hmm. when I am full of resentment or unforgiveness or bitterness or angst yep. or any of that. Yep. I likely can't make as good a financial decision. And if I haven't learned through the process of unforgiveness what went wrong, I may repeat my history. Absolutely. And that was just, that's so wise. Like what I'm hearing is, if I've had a financial setback in the past mm -hmm. and it's unresolved, I haven't learned from it, we haven't forgiven each other or I haven't forgiven myself, then when a new future financial opportunity comes along, we may make another mistake and not go for it because there's that past history that's, that's putting us in fear and causing us not to step out in faith to do the right thing in this particular case. Yeah. And then we'll be, you know, years later going, we should have done that. <laughs> and and it, the history repeats itself. Yeah. Right? Rather than learning from the experience and forgiving the experience, knowing that we're making the best decisions we know how to make in the moment we're mm -hmm. making them. Mm -hmm. Even if it was a delay, even if there was an error, we have to believe I believe we have to believe that we're doing the best we can right here, right now with what right. we have available to us. Right. And if you're saying, hey, this all sounds great, but it's not very practical. I don't know how to put it in play. Email us, forgiveness at deckerteam.com. Sorry, I totally messed that up. Please Together. forgive me, Yetta. Yeah. Oh, I forgive you. In Will the, you forgive him? That's the, really the point. The, Will you forgive him? In the subject area, put forgiveness. Yeah. And email it to together at DeckerTeam.com, and we'll send you out our five step, five steps to wholehearted mm -hmm. forgiveness. And it's made wonders in our relationship and other people's relationship, oh. like people we've had relationships with, if we've messed up, we go through the five steps and generally 
that relationship is restored. Absolutely. And we have done other Life's Inside Track episodes on it. So if you go to the YouTube channel, if you're not subscribed, like I said, go do the thing. And there is other episodes where we actually unpack the steps of the Simply Whole Forgiveness. Right now, we're more talking about what's the implication of you don't figure out how to get to the forgiveness Mm -hmm. around a poor financial choice. And often they relate to our homes, the spaces we live in. Mm -hmm. Right, bought pay too much for the house, or bought a house too expensive, and then we lose it, and we have to start over again. Yep. I mean, those are real things we've helped clients navigate mm-hmm. in. Yeah, arrears, and, I, and you know what? I've seen it in um, smaller purchases too. Smaller things that yeah. happen. People want revenge instead of forgiveness. So maybe one mm-hmm. partner goes out and spends something on what they shouldn't have done, or they. They um, what they committed not to. They maybe. committed not to, or they gamble some money, or they, you know, they play golf and took the day off, or whatever. And then the spouse says, "Well, you know, that put us in a poor financial situation. So I'll show you." And they go out and buy five hundred dollars in clothing. Now we're a thousand dollars in the hole, and it hasn't helped anybody. It's worsened the whole situation. So. Revenge is not a good alternative to forgiveness. No, we got to get to the forgiveness piece. (laughs) The easier or that quicker, the better, I would say. Mm -hmm. Would you not? Yeah, the longer it festers, the more groveling you're going to have to do. (laughs) No, but the more damage that is done. Yeah, absolutely. The the more relational impact there is. is, It's like... um, I don't know if anybody remembers the 8-track cassettes or the cassettes for for answering machines. They're an endless loop. And the longer that endless loop plays, the harder it is to relate, mm. re, re, erase it, Correct. right? Yeah. So very, very important. Uh, Paul Bowes says that forgiveness of the things of the past make it possible to enlarge your future. So together we're clarifying options so that your wisdom will flow. Yet I'm so mad at myself. Well, let's work through forgiving yourself. So we're thrilled and actually grateful that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only selling, buying, and investing in real estate over 3,117 times, but 30 years of coming alongside you to build your finances, build your faith, build your fun, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside relationship. We're going to discover that until you can forgive yourself, you can't open up all the possibilities that are there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's even harder sometimes to forgive yourself than it is to forgive others. Does that, yeah. seem, does that seem right? I think it is right for many of us. And maybe you're like me, there was, and for me, is mostly in the past, but I still occasionally can start beating myself up for a decision I made, like the wrong investment or buying the wrong house, as we talked about, or buying it not soon enough, even around real estate, because it's our thing that we know better than anybody else, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then we still make mistakes. Every so often we make a poor choice. And so I have beat myself up repeatedly in the past over that, and it stops 
or has stopped me from making a decent decision in the future. Mm. So maybe you're like me and you're going, yeah, I get you. I hear you. I see you. I feel you. And you don't want to do it anymore. You don't want to stop yourself because just because you maybe made a poor choice one time, five times, even 10 times, even many times, doesn't mean you're now not equipped to make a great choice. Yeah. And then what happens is if you're beating yourself up on something you can't change, Mm. right? You can't change that decision or that lack of decision that you didn't do what you thought in hindsight you should have done. Mm -hmm. When you're busy beating yourself up for that, A, it's going to take you out of the game. You're going to be depressed or discouraged or sad. B, you're not going to either see the future opportunities that are in front of you mm-hmm. or if you even if you do see them you're not going to take advantage of them because you're in this mindset that I make bad choices. Right. So what happens? You make another bad choice. Yeah. And because making no choice is a choice. Is a choice, right? right. Even when you say, "Oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to decide." Well, you just decided. Right. So we have to somehow figure out individually how we can let go of really the stick that we're beating ourselves with. Oh, that's good. Say that again. It's kind of harsh. <laughs> Even it as is. I said it, I thought that's harsh. Yeah, put but, down the stick you're beating yourself with. Right. Because it only stops you from being effective in the moment and being able to seize the opportunities. Mm-hmm. So put that down for a moment. Yeah. Think about forgiving yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're really, really struggling, like some people have done some things which they find really hard to forgive themselves. Like we've been talking financially and buying a house, but there are other things maybe where you are really stuck. And then my recommendation is call and get some professional help. If you're really- Not call us. Not call us. Don't call us for professional help. No, not on that part. (laughs) But if you're really, really stuck in in an unforgiveness of yourself that's causing a depression or, or some- bad thoughts or whatever, that's when you need some help. Get mm-hmm. some professional help. And if, and at, at the very least, call a close friend that will listen and will encourage and that knows who you truly are mm. and will pull that out and help you to negate the negative unforgiveness mm-hmm. of yourself. And seeking, we are followers followers of Christ. So seeking forgiveness from God sometimes gives you access to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need supernatural strength and power to be able to navigate that which we even know we need to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you may need to look in the mirror. Mm. Look in the mirror, love the person that's looking back, and take the five steps that you've emailed us at together at Decker Team asking for the forgiveness sheet. I'm going to slow down for a moment. Okay. Emailed together at deckerteam.com. Oh, did I leave that out? Because if they send it to <laughs> together at Decker Team. Nobody's getting it. Nobody's getting it. So email together at deckerteam.com so that we can send you the five steps to wholehearted forgiveness Because Mm -hmm. it works even if you turn it on yourself. Yeah. So you may read it out loud to yourself and then ask yourself for forgiveness the way all the steps, all five steps. Mm -hmm. And maybe even you do that looking into the mirror so that 
your reflection, you can see them forgiving you. And, and it's interesting when you can see the reflection, you know, you can feel another person's body language or their energy or their way of being. You may even be feeling ours. If you're watching the YouTube videos that we from this episode, you'll be able to feel and see our body language. If you're listening, you can still hear it in the voice a lot, in the tonality. You can feel an energy. So if you're looking in the mirror at yourself, when I've done this, I am always in awe of how much, if I'm paying attention, if I'm using what Dr. Caroline Leaf calls my multiple perspective advantage, mm -hmm. I can see me seeing me. Yeah, That makes sense. See me seeing me. It's like an out-of-body experience. It's, you can see you seeing you. Right. And feel the energy that you have. I mean, instantly, you will intuitively know whether your energy is that of forgiveness or whether your energy is that of still holding on to yourself for the thing that you did wrong. Like mm -hmm. you don't actually need another person there. You can yep. actually do it yourself. It's yeah, so cool. And, and maybe you're you're not in a relationship and you were in a relationship and you say to yourself, oh, I always picked the wrong person or I'm, or you're beating yourself up for that relationship failing or beating up the other person for that relationship mm -hmm. feeling, failing. Either way, it's not healthy no. because it's stopping you from moving to your next loving relationship, right? Right. So forgiving yourself for a broken relationship, uh, whether that be with a child, a sibling, a parent. And for me, even a client. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I would love to say that every single real estate relationship we enter into always goes as I dream it ought to go. And mm -hmm. there are occasions over the last 34 years where it hasn't gone well. We even have an easy exit guarantee built right into our real estate service for just in cases like that, mm -hmm. where you think you're going to do everything right and it's going to go beautifully and it doesn't. So even forgiving yourself for those relational faux pas in business as well as in life, right? Like that's been a hard one for me. I can belabor those again and again and again and eventually have to say, I didn't do it with the intent to harm. So forgive myself even when I am the reason it fell apart. I like when you do that. What? Forgive myself or when it's... For, for anything. Because you're a much nicer person to live with when you're forgiving yourself. It opens up possibility yeah. for a loving relationship and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So today, really what we're saying is decide today, what's the one thing that you need to forgive yourself for? Because once you do, it will make a difference in what's available to you. The joy, the peace, the calm, the goodness that lies ahead will be dramatically different. Yeah, and we're grateful that you joined us on Life's Inside Track. Because when we move forward together, we've got this. Moving forward with integrity. Moving forward.